Father, we just thank you. Yes, Lord, you and you alone deserve all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Father, you, that's what you said in your word. Father, those who speak should speak the oracles of God. Those who minister should minister in the strength of God's supplies. So that in all things God may be glorified. To Him be glory, honor, dominion, power forever and ever. We thank you, Father, for this evening that you have given us. Lord, even as we now meditate upon your word, Father, and study from your scriptures, Lord, that you would enable us, Lord, Father, to concentrate, Lord. Oh, pray, Father, that, Lord, you would speak to our hearts clearly. Father, we we pray, Father, that you would open our minds to understand the scriptures, like like you did it to, the, to your disciples on the road to, road to Emmaus. You opened their eyes so that they could understand the scriptures and all concerning you. Father, we pray, Father, that, Lord, even as we now meditate upon your word, you would speak and show us things concerning you. Thank you, Father. Anoint us to that and we pray. We worship you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so let's, uh, before we go to the message today, uh, by way of introduction, question is that why do we study the scriptures? So if you, if you turn with me uh, in your Bibles to Romans chapter 15, Romans chapter 15, Romans chapter 15 and verse 4, it was very clear in, uh, clearly written there as to why we should study scriptures or read scriptures. I'm reading in my Bible, You can it's my ESV Bible, so you can follow it in your own Bible, whatever version you have. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction. Everybody say instruction. Okay, whose instruction? Our instruction, okay. That through endurance and through the encouragement of the scripture, so by receiving instruction, what do we get? We get endurance, we get, your, we get encouragement. From the scriptures, ultimately we give, get, get what? We have hope. That's very powerful, no? Very, very powerful. So we get instruction, we get endurance, we get encouragement, which ultimately leads to hope. And hope, of course, as Romans 5 will say, hope that will not disappoint us. And what kind of a hope? A hope that is not for this life, hope that is for the life that is to come. That is the reason why we study scriptures. Okay. This is very, very important for us to understand the reason why we come week after week, year after year, month or week after week, day after day, month after month, year after year, for 12 years now, almost close to 12 years as a church. This is the reason we come. I mean, it's interesting, right? Just by the comfort, there's an endurance and an encouragement scriptures provide. It's food for the soul. And it's so organic in that you don't even know how you're growing. It, you just grow. Like, like I, I know Abigail, I have a, my, my wife's DP is when Abigail was one year old. Okay. She, now look at her, no? She, nicely she ate and now she's, uh, so organically she has changed. Okay. For all our nurturing and everything that we have done, she changed from what she was when she was one, one year old and now what she is when she's eight years old. That's exactly what, you know, that's exactly how scriptures are. They're, they're organic and we, when we feed on the word of God and we feed, feed on the scriptures, there's a growth that happens sometimes that we are not aware of, but it is happening. Okay. That is the hope that we, that that's the faith with which we come to study the word of God. Okay. Then second Timothy chapter three, we know this verse very well. Verse 16. 
All scripture, we know it, this is one of the three sixteens in the Bible. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That a man of God may be complete. Say complete. Ah, perfect. In other translations. Mature. In other translation. Complete. Excuse me, what is that? Adequate for every, for in another translation. Complete. Okay, that is the reason why we study. We so that we, there is a sense of completion that happens to us. Complete and thoroughly equipped for what? What this? What is this good work, Baba? Okay, this good work is the good work that God has ordained for you specifically. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Look at what it says. We know this very well. Chapter 2 verse 10. <clears throat> what does it say? For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them and therefore what do the scriptures do? They equip us and make us complete for what? For every good work. You understand this? Now this look at this logic over here. So we study the scriptures so that we get instruction, we receive instruction, we get encouragement, we get hope, sorry, we get uh, in, uh, endurance. Okay, sometimes you need endurance. That's exactly what happens in GTC. One and a half, it started with one hour, one hour uh, in 2011. Pastor would preach for an hour. Oh, maybe max, hour and 15 minutes. Now it's one hour, 45 minutes and it's two hours and definitely one day it'll be like Eutychus. Okay, so three hours. Okay, uh, and the whole day. We don't, we never know. Uh, we <laughs> okay, so th- that is what endurance of scriptures. But that, that's the power of the word of God. So, so, and then, and, and when do we start? When do we start the scriptures? And we are all having children in Christian families. It says in 1st Timothy chapter 3 verse 15, just a previous verse. And that from, that your was translation is childhood, Baba. Infant. Okay. From infant you have known the holy scriptures which is able to wait, make you what? Wise unto salvation. Through faith in Jesus Christ. So when do we start? Okay. There is one Sarah sitting there quietly. Cutting away, cutting the, these things. Somebody, I'm going to put her inside notebook that she has, she has written. Um, we have devotion, devotion every day in our school. So, early in the morning, uh, when we enter into the school, the first thing that children are supposed to do is that, is to write their insight, they have to keep their insight notebooks on the, on the, on their offices, so that the teacher can collect it and correct it, rather, to see how she has understood the previous day's devotion. So we started inside notebook for them because, because recently, uh, she graduated from, from the primary learning center to the upper learning center. Okay. So, Every day, Justin does does the work, and she gives stickers, very good, excellent. And one day, I mean, I uh, and, uh, so whenever, whenever I come early, and she gives me the work, she says she throws it on my head. Okay, so okay. But this this day, what I, what was what I was just uh, teaching somebody, and then suddenly she came to me and she said, "You might want to have a look at this." I said, "Okay, fine." I read through the insight notebook, and I said, "Whose insight notebook is this?" And I came to know that it's Sarah's. My God, you should see that inside notebook. It is, uh, if you take the most mature believer here, it's not less than any of them. Her understanding. It's, I was stunned. Completely. Everybody was bamboozled, if you will. Googly. Dusra. You see, this is remarkable, no? She's like, they're quietly sitting there chopping away at her stickers, but you should see the way she has written her inside notebook. 
And the way she corrects her mother, that is not what Pastor Vijay said. I'm going to put that as an exhibit on our, on our, uh, on our, uh, on our uh, annual day to show it as a testimony that you don't underestimate your children. So when do we start? Infant. John the Baptist from his womb only, he started leaping. I mean, so we start there. So don't underestimate this, the power of scriptures, okay? I'm telling you, I was stunned when I read that. Whose is this, Baba? Whose inside notebook is this? Awesome. Anyway, so when we start, we start when we are children. Okay. And then it says in First Timothy chapter 4 verse 13. Okay, look at what it says. It says, till I come give attention to reading, or other translations will use public reading of scripture and to preaching and teaching. Other translations will say exhortation and to doctrine. Okay, so that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah, so this is the reason why we study scriptures. Why do we study scriptures? For exhortation, for doctrine. And Titus chapter 1 verse 3, look at this, this is this is one of the most powerful verses. Don't go to your Bibles, don't see my face. Once I say ask you to see my face, then you see my face, okay? Titus chapter 1 verse 3. <laughs> but has in due time manifested his word through what? Preaching. Ah, preaching. So what happens? How does the how does the word get manifested? preaching. So that is the reason why our church is such a powerful and a strong emphasis on preaching and we do not take any meeting lightly. I mean, what we do on what kind of, the kind of preparation we have for the Wednesday service and the Sunday service is almost the same. Sunday service is even more intense of course but Wednesday service or Sunday service every meeting is serious. Life and death hangs on the balance. Okay. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 5. Why do we read the scriptures? Look at what it says. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 5. <clears throat> Are you there? Okay, let me see. Oh, no, sorry, not Ephesians, Galatians 3 verse 5. Galatians 3 verse 5. Absolutely apologize. Galatians 3 verse 5. Yes, uh, Peter, you can read it. Uh huh. The spirit, he who supplies the spirit to you. And who, the, and the one who works miracles among you. Does he do it with the, or by, ah, see, ev- okay, let me tell you something. Every church has signs and wonders and miracles. Even in our own church, lots of signs and wonders and miracles have happened. Am I right, sister also? Okay. We don't just, uh, we don't publish it in our bulletins, no. So no church gets established without signs and wonders and miracles. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you honestly. Okay. No church gets established without signs and wonders. If your church has been established through signs, without signs and wonders, because he himself says, the word of the Lord was confirmed through what? Signs and wonders and miracles. It will, every church, doesn't matter how small it might look, if it is a genuine work of God, it has been confirmed through signs and wonders and miracles. And word of God says, how did the supply of the spirit and signs and wonders and miracles take place among you? By the hearing that comes from faith. It's amazing. The supply, you know, you think about supply, it's like a, it's like a anointing oil which has to be continuously poured into your life. See, turn to Exodus chapter 27. Powerful verses. For those who want to come into full-time ministry, this is, it's something which you can want, which you want to underline in your Bible. Which will give you a lot of tension. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Exodus chapter 27. Okay? Am I, am I there? Okay? So I'm going to read from verse 20, 20 onwards. If you have the NKJV Bible, it's the most holy Bible. Okay? And you shall command the children of Israel that they bring you pure oil pressed ol- of pressed olives for the light. No, no, this is what what is happening. Okay, just g- let me give you the context. The tabernacle is being prepared. Okay, so God is giving you giving the instruction as to how the tabernacle should be made. First, He says, make the make an ark, ark of go f- uh, of wood, or go, not go for wood of acacia, acacia wood, and then uh, He He says they are overlaid with gold, etc., and put cherubim, and I will speak to you and instruct you from the mercy seat. And then he says, make the table of shoe bread. And he says, make a lampstand beaten out of pure gold. Hmm? And how should that uh, lampstand uh, be? It should have a central central uh, lamp and followed by six lamps at the same level, albeit they might be of different sizes. But they, they, should, be, they should be at the same level. They should be all of beaten gold, pure gold. Okay. Now, every other, see, the, shoe, the, the, the table for shoe bread has wood overlaid with gold. The mercy seat and the the ark of the covenant has wood overlaid with gold, whereas the lamp should be of pure gold. Very important uh, uh, observations that you need to make over here. Now, what should the how should the priest enter into the tabernacle? First of all, he has to come to the altar, offer the sacrifice, and then go to the laver, wash himself, and then he has to enter into what we call the holy place. And when he enters into the holy place, the first thing he is supposed to do, he has to he is supposed to light the candle. Or the lampstand. Okay. Now the lampstand, what does it stand for? It stands for your light. Okay. Which has to be continuously presented before the Lord. And in order for the lampstand to continuously burn, oil has to be continuously being poured into it. And that's exactly what is happening. What what should be that kind of oil that has to be poured? If Exodus chapter 27, it says, verse 20 onwards. And you shall command the children of Israel that, that you... That they bring you pure oil of pressed olives for the light to cause the lamp to burn. Ah, what a word is that? That means your lamp should never. Ah. So in order for the lamp not to die, what should be supplied to it? Continuous oil. What is the continuous oil? The, the, the hearing of faith. The spirit of God through the hearing of faith has to be continuously supplied to you through the preaching of the word of God. Every Wednesday, every Thursday and every Bible study that we are given to you and on your own personal study in order for your lamp to continually burn. So in order to do that, verse 21 will say, look at what it says. Now this is for people who want to come into full time ministry. Okay. In the tabernacle of meeting outside the veil which is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall tend it from Ah, Arthamutada. Full time minister and Tendi? Ah. Evening till morning. I mean, for me, I'm still young in the ministry. If I have to prepare for a Sunday sermon, it is 36 hours without sleep. And till then, I'm still having tension. That is not the way to do it. No, he's got to come and teach two, three. That is not how it works. Evening till morning, there has to be a continuous supply of what kind of an oil? Oil, pure oil of pressed olives only. Very specific. No, think about it. No, look, think about it. No, you have the 12, uh, 12 virgins, 10 virgins, 5 virgins. 
who were wise, five virgins who were foolish, and they were the same in all their attributes except one. One had oil, and the other did not have oil. In other words, people who were wise had this continuous supply of the spirit in their lives because they continuously, they, they, they don't take any meeting lightly. They want to receive oil. We come here because we want to receive oil. I mean, that is the key for our lives to burn continually. Do you know that? No, think about it. No, think about it. They said, their oil is there. Okay. The bridegroom has come. Okay. And these fellows' lamps was going out. I was about to go out. He said, please, can you give me some of, some of your oil? And they said, no, 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 no. You go and buy. Now, these fellows went and bought oil. I don't know who was selling that oil. <laughs> they're go, they're gone. They've bought the oil. They've come back. The church is taken. Think about that now. Think about that. <laughs> I remember once Pastor James makes some tension statements, no? He, say, he, he says, all those who are in the fasting and prayer meeting today, I think these are the only people who will be taken up. <laughs> you, see, you see, I'm like, oh my goodness, you see how their heart beats against your chest when you hear something like that. See, these guys have gone out and they are, somebody is still selling oil, but that oil is not going to be preparing, preparing themselves for the bridegroom to come. I mean, to be taken up when the bridegroom has come. Think, think about that. Kind of oil people sell. Important. Therefore, we need to have oil. That is the reason why we come to study the scripture so that we can get what? Oil. Say that everybody. I need oil. That is the reason why it says in Second Timothy chapter, uh, sorry, 1 John chapter 2 verse 27, you don't have to turn there. The anointing that you have received from the Father which abides in you will teach you all things. And that anointing, how does it come? Psalm 133 will say, how good and pleasant it is for the brothers to dwell in unity where God, God, it is like the anointing oil which is flowing from Aaron's head to his beard through his dress. It is there that the Lord has commanded blessing even Life forevermore. You see, that is where how we how we get anointing. Now we are all convinced that we should come to the Wednesday service, Sunday service, fasting and prayer. Okay, so that is the that is by way of introduction. Enough enough of introduction. Now let us go to the meat of the message. Okay, so now so why do we study scripture? We are studying the scriptures from Second Kings. We are studying the life of Elisha. I love my I love my Elisha because I want to be one. Okay, you are also qualifying to be one. Almost. Here is going. Okay. That's one of the qualifications. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what do you say, Peter? Okay. <laughs> okay. So second, second Kings chapter three. And let us, let us read from verse one onwards. One onwards. So we study scripture as we said to get the anointing oil. Okay, to understand, to get in, receive instruction, to get exhortation, to get in, encouragement, so that we may receive hope that will stand. Okay, which is able to make us wise unto salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, which is able to make us complete through every good work which God has prepared for us before the foundations of the world. Therefore, we study Second Kings chapter three. the logic here. Okay, so let us read from Second Kings chapter three, verse one. Now Jeho- Jehoram. The Jehoram, the son of Ahab, became king over Israel at Samaria in the 18th year. I'm going to read from verses 1 to 12. You can follow it in your Bibles. 
in the 18th year of Jehoshaphat king of Judah and reigned 12 years and he did evil in the sight of the Lord but not like his father and mother for he put away the sacred. Who was his father? Ahab. Who is his mother? Jezebel. Okay, very clear. Okay. Uh, for he put away the sacred pillar of Baal that his father and mother, uh, father had made. Nevertheless, he persisted. Some of the translations will use the word clung, cling, okay, clung in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. He did not depart from them. Now Mesha, king of Moab, was a sheep breeder and he regularly paid the king of Israel 100,000 lambs and the wool of 100,000 rams. But it happened when Ahab died that the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So King Jehoram went out of Samaria at that time and mustered all Israel. Then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat king of, king of Judah saying, The king of Moab had rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? And he said, I will go up. I am as you are. My people as your people. My horses as your horses. Hmm? Then he said, which way shall we go up? And he answered, that is uh, Jehoram answered, if, if I am right. Or, or either way, doesn't matter. By the way of the wilderness of Edom. <clears throat> so the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and with the king of Edom. And they marched on that roundabout route seven days. And there was no water for the army nor the animals that followed them. And then we have the standard expression in the narrative of Elisha. What is that expression? And the king of Israel said, ah, Alas, Alas my master, Alas, Alas, Alas. Every time you read Elisha, we, we, we see Alas. Okay. Alas, my alas, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, is there not, no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of the servants of the king of Israel answered and said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, is the, his here, who poured out water in the hands of Elijah. And Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. My favorite verse, of course, is verse 11. Let's read that. Uh-huh. No, but Jehoshaphat, no, 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 no. Uh, sorry, verse uh, 11. But Jehoshaphat said, is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? So one of the servants of, of Israel answered and said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, uh, you know, actually original translation, who was a personal servant of El- El- Elijah. That is what it says, the original translation. So my title of today's sermon is Two Kings, One Prophet. Okay. Who is Jehoram? We'll want to understand who this Jehoram is. As I said, every scripture we need to understand. It gives us instruction. Every character gives us instruction. Every character throws light into our heart. Okay. So who is this Jehoram? It says in uh, 1st Kings chapter, 2nd Kings chapter 3, it says in verses 1 and and 2, Jehoram, oh sorry, 2nd 2, verse 2 onwards, uh, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his father and mother. For he put away the sacred pillar of Baal that his father had made. Nevertheless, he persisted or clung in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who had made Israel to sin. He did not depart from them. So who is this Jehoram? Jehoram is a kind of a guy whom we don't know. What his stand is. If you look at him, he will look very godly. I mean, it seems that he's godly, but we don't exactly know what is going on in his mind. Okay. His stand is not very clear. Jehoram is a kind of a guy whose convictions are not very clear to anybody, even to God. <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, who is this fellow? Confusing. He looks at, look at him, you will be confused. What is, what is wrong with him? He does not worship Baal. Neither, he's like uh, Sharath Power. I mean, what I was listening to one of the documentaries of Sharath Power, I was fascinated because he's become the man of the match now. They say Sharath Power is an atheist. 
That means he doesn't worship any God. But he doesn't also disagree with anybody. Anything goes and he says it doesn't matter what the color of the skin is or what what is the color of his flag is. It could be saffron also. The doors are always open. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this was interview way back in 2000. Now it's different, of course. But, you know, that, that, that is that is the kind of, like, we don't know what his stands are, what his convictions are. Okay. He doesn't worship Baal, neither does he worship Yahweh. Okay. He doesn't cling to Baal, neither, neither does he cling to Yahweh. It's like this, you no, know, God says, he who is not for me, he who does not gather with me, scatters. He who is not with me is against me. Who He who gathers me, gathers, does not gather with me, scatters abroad. This is very clear. See, you see, you, see, you cannot be gopi. Godamita Pilli. Cat on the wall. You can't be. You have to be very clear in your in your convictions. Either are you, you are on this side or on that side. Those convictions have to be made right now, Baba. When your children. Okay, that is the reason why we try to teach you right from the time you're you're a kid, so that those convictions are established in your heart, so that you know very clearly on which which side of the of 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 God you stand, on the side of God or against God, because there is no in between, absolutely no in between. So Jehoram is one one guy whom we don't know. One day he will come to church, the next day he's disappeared. One day he looks as that is as if he's on fire for God, but two three days down the line, he's tearing down the altar of Baal. We say, Baba, kya? Too much spirituality. But within, within a while, he doesn't, he's no fire, there's no consistency in his life. Okay, what is this guy? In other words, this, this guy is only concerned about the peripheral and not deep. He doesn't go too deep in his life. What does he do? He says he tears down the altar of Baal, but he clings to the sins of. Turn to Luke's Gospel chapter 6, please. Luke's Gospel chapter 6. And verses 46 onwards. Should I, should I read it now? If you have found it. It says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord? Okay, this is Luke's Gospel chapter 6, verse 46 onwards. But why do you call me Lord, Lord? And do not do the things which I say. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep until he found the rock. That's the point. You see, Christian life at Atlanta, it's called deep life. The strength of your buildings depends upon the strength of your foundation and the strength of the foundation depends upon the depth of your foundation. So deep. You know, one of the things when I was to, go, when I went to Canada, I used to have... Um, my roommates, they still have questions in all their, uh, all kinds of questions in different events. One was doing his his uh, specialization in uh, mechanical engineering. I was in electronics, no? Mechanical, another guy was doing his specialization in uh, in something else. Uh, I think it was in operations research or something. But you know what? I found in engineering there are only two departments. One is what we call as linear algebra. The other is probability theory. If you know these two things, you can study any, any engineering. Okay. So they used to come to me with doubts. What is your specialization? Electronics. What are you teaching? Mechanical engineering. Okay. So, <laughs> and one of the things, I'll never forget my roommate saying, Vijay, there are foundations, there are fundamentals too much. 
That was a fantastic compliment. And I'm telling you honestly, that is exactly what I was taught when, right from childhood. Foundations, fundamentals important. Okay, see, for example, this guy, for example, Jehoram is a kind of a guy who's, who studies BTEC through all-in-one. There's something called as all-in-one. BTEC through all-in-one. Uh, all-in-one is a guide. Hey, Sammy is laughing. I think he also referred to all-in-one. <laughs> so what is BTEC through all-in-one? These are the questions which are going to come, come in your exam. So, he will study. One day before the exam, all the questions, 25 questions he will study. Those questions only will come in the exam. He will blurt it out and come out with a B-Tech. Bachelors of Technology. That is Jehoram. Testiprasadi interview winner. When when this guy goes to the interview, that is a test, Baba. Or he writes his entrance exam, that is a test. In entrance exam, if there is an entrance exam with negative marking, that is a bigger test. <laughs> so, the depth of his foundation is directly proportional to the amount of negative marks he gets. You are laughing, this is true. I think NEET has... IITJ, <laughs> those days, in one multiple choice question, there has to be two answers. Okay? So, you have to answer, you should get both the Answers correct in order to get full marks. So, so when the test comes, then you know how deep your foundation is, and exactly what happens to Jehoram, who comes, Moab comes and rebels. Test happens, and what is his depth? There is no depth. There is no strength for what? Look at what it says. It says in Second uh, Kings chapter three. Now, Mesha, the king of Moab, was a sheep breeder. And he regularly paid king of Israel 100,000 lambs and 100,000 rams. But it happened when Ahab died, the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So Jehoram went out of Samaria at the time and mustered. Okay, what does the word Israel mean? The one who contends with God and contends with man. And But this guy is not like that anywhere. He is Israel in name only. But there is no strength at all. So he is tensed. So what does he do? He, he does something very interesting. Verse 7. Then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. This is what we call as strength through association. For example, I have a problem. Okay, So I attend a particular church. As long as I have a problem. But I am not absolutely involved in the church. Okay. Okay, for example, you, I could be, uh, I'll tell you, example, no? Uh, I want uh, a job in uh, data engineering. Okay, data engineering. So there are n, n number of IITs which are offering a course in data engineering. You are not a student of IIT, but you get a degree from IIT through association. But you know the stuff you have in your minds. Okay, this is exactly Jehoshua, this is what Jehoram is. He wants the blessing of God through association, but he does not want the commitment that God requires from you. You want the blessings of a church, but you do not want to be involved in the church. You want the benefits and the fruit of the labor of the church, but you do not want to get your hands dirty. You see? You understand what I'm talking about? These are the things of Jehoram. These are these are so such practical lessons, no? Jehoram means what? A guy who's not interested in the things of God, but he wants the blessings of God. 
and when he will only go to God, when he needs, and he, he will, he like, you know, Jehoshaphat, okay, this guy seems to be a godly, he will come to Jehoshaphat later on. But this is what we call as by association. By associating with yourself with the church, you are not going to get salvation. There's no salvation through association. There's only salvation through faith in Jesus Christ by a personal commitment with, with God. And every one of us has to have a personal commitment. Turn to now, second, second John chapter 2 verse 27 now. Somebody read it loudly. Second John chapter 2 verse 27. We have the, you can read it in your Bible. Yes, uh, yes, Pete. yes, John. The second John chapter 2. Sorry, 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2 verse 27. What am I saying? 1 John chapter 2 verse 27. Have received from the Father. Mm-hmm. 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 You see that? What is it? Everybody has received an anointing. That's what it says. It's for everybody. This is a personal. That is the reason why the new covenant is completely different from the old covenant. In new covenant, it, it is individual stones become a church. You're all living stones. All of us are living stones. We have come together. We cannot become church by association. We become church through salvation. And that is how we come together as a, as a body of Christ. Okay, so you can be associated with the LTD, for example, but you may not be worshiping the God of LTD. Okay, you can come to GTC, but you are possibly not. That is the reason why pastor says, whenever I go to any, any other place, I don't tell my association. I am, I, I tell them I am only a man of God who can who will preach the word of God. Simple, no association. Oh, we are going to GTC. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. God knows very clearly. <laughs> See, by association, you're not going to fool God. That's, this is exactly the spirit of Ahab, which has come into Jehoram. He thought by associating with Jehoshaphat, he'll be safe in battle. You see that? Jehoshaphat, I mean, Ahab is ready for battle and deep down inside of this heart, there is no assurance for victory. Amazing. He's ready for battle and he has, for himself, he has a lot, I mean, he has got for himself number of prophets who's going to Confirm him on his path, but he still has no, has no, what, what do you say, assurance, and what does he ask? Jehoshaphat, please come. Association. We cannot have, we cannot win battles through association. We do not win battles through association. In fact, if you try to win battles through association, God will actually point out and shoot an arrow right there. It's impossible. To win battles with God through association. Nothing works in the kingdom of God through association. It is a personal relationship that you need to have with God. And every man should have a personal relationship with God. See, Jehoshaphat is Jehoshaphat because he's Jehoshaphat. What did I say? Jehoshaphat is Jehoshaphat because he's Jehoshaphat. What does Jehoshaphat mean? Yahweh is my judge. That's what it means. Why is, I mean, so you, so you cannot have Jehoshaphat and, I mean, you cannot be Jehoram and then you think that you will get the blessing of Jehoshaphat. No, Jehoshaphat is Jehoshaphat because he is Jehoshaphat. Turn to 2 Corinthians, please. Chapter, sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13. Okay. Now if we, 11, 1st Corinthians chapter 11 verse 31. Sorry, 1st Corinthians chapter 11 verse 31. Sorry. 
Jehoshaphat is a guy who constantly judged himself. You see, that is a, that's the point. Now, if we judge, the Berean study, study Bible puts it beautifully. It says, now if we judged ourselves properly, we would not come under judgment. Wow! You see that? That's one of the things that we need to constantly keep doing. Judging ourselves. That is the reason why it says in Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 5. What does it say? Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 5. Examine yourselves. Test yourselves if you are in the faith. If Christ Jesus is inside, in, indeed, in, indeed, indeed in you, otherwise you are what? Reprobates. Reprobates. Powerful. You see, that is the reason why constant judging of yourselves is important every day. And that is essentially the reason why we expose ourselves to the word of God, where we have conviction of the Holy Spirit. You know, yesterday I was listening to this preacher who came to town. He said, one thing I can guarantee, I might have hurt a lot of pe- lot of you in Telugu. I was like the same words of Pastor James. I might have hurt a lot of you, but I've never harmed any of you. <laughs> that is what exactly he was telling in Telugu. He said, I have hurt And he also said, why, why, why did I hurt a lot of you? Because of the words that I spoke. See, the word is the word which convicts, which cuts. Okay, that is what we we judge ourselves constantly with the word of God. Okay, every day of our lives, and we wait, we wait for scrutiny. We are not afraid of it, even though it is painful. It, by this time, you should be ready with that attitude. Okay, wait. So, you know, so this guy never judges himself, but he wants the blessing of God through association is not going to happen. All right, that is Jehoram. We'll come to. Jehoram later. Let's look at Jehoshaphat again now. Second Kings chapter 3 verse 7 onwards. <coughs> then he went when 7, 7 onwards. Then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat king of Judah saying, the king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you come with me to fight against me? And he said, I will go up. I am as you are. My people as your people. My horses as your horses. Notice that. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. Then he said, which way shall we go up? And he answered, by the way of the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom. And he marched on that roundabout route for seven days. And there was no water for the army, nor for the animals that followed them. This is the problem with Jehoshaphat. Righteous king, but one problem. Why did he say, uh, "My, I will go up. I am as you are, my horse, my people as your people, my horses, your horses. Why did he say? I'll tell you. Turn, turn to Second Chronicles chapter 18. You will know. Study the story of Jehoshaphat. And verse 1 will tell you the key. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we know that very well. Yeah. Read that please loudly. Second Chronicles chapter 18 verse 1. Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance and by marriage he allied himself with Ahab. Okay. By marriage. See, very, very important, Baba. See, whenever you're saying, see, this is the reason why you will, it says, for this reason, a father, a man will leave his father and mother and cling to his, so that is the reason why 1 Corinthians chapter 6 will say, look at this verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Powerful verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 
we know this very well but in this context <laughs> okay was 18 actually actually was uh, uh, was 16 it says or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot becomes one body with her for as it is written the two will become one flesh you will become one and that is the reason why his words his words are a product of the association that he has through marriage i am as you are your people my people my horses your horses exactly what do you do i mean it never happens with the girl it happens with the boy you see that whenever a man is on fire for god who messes his life up the woman be very careful that is the reason why you yesterday you should see the prayers that they were doing when we, i went to this ifj you know india for jesus that was the prayer meeting and one of the prayers that they were, they were praying they were saying lord we pray for the wives of the pastors that they'll have the same fire as a man of god they'll have the same vision as a man of god and we pray for the children of the men of god because there's a double attack on them and you should see the kind of prayers and it's all in telugu and with fire there was a lot of sound and fury but you know that apart that apart the prayers were all genuine prayers so i had to agree with them lord we pray for a person who's on fire for you ruth 114 please ruth 114 somebody read it we know this very well by this time you should know it by this time you ought to be what teachers no <laughs> what does it say wherever you go i go your people my people your god my god where you die i will die where you buried this is the commitment we are looking for no that is the reason why i just want to get married to anybody who has a christian name baba i'm telling you it's the most important decision in your life because you never know when god calls you ఉంటుంది marriage is definitely a mega mystery <laughs> mega mystery <laughs> you see that is the reason why i'm telling you all all brothers and sisters who are married and want to get married one of the things that you ask god lord set my wife on fire for you okay. very important to ask pray for that pray pray like that lord let our heart be absolutely on fire that we will have the same vision we will speak the same language we will have the same judgment otherwise we'll be moving in what circles because one is going faster and one, one the other is going slow right like that robot laga okay so cling this is very important for us to understand so jehoshaphat made this fundamental mistake and this is going to be his downfall every time he is always associates with the children of i mean for with the children i'm sorry the kings of israel and look at what it says look at how god puts it no turn to now second chronicles chapter 19 
Now this is after the Ahab episode has happened and Jehoshaphat, you know, escapes with his life. Okay, escapes with his life. Look at what it says in Second Chronicles chapter nine and the specifics. The specifics, very very important. The specifics. Okay, and you can underline it in your Bible. No, Second Second Chronicles nineteen. Second Chronicles nineteen. Are you there? No, read it now, somebody. Verses one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. He returned, this is after Ahab's episode, okay? He's returned safely. <laughs> Look at what it says. No, this is a different Jehu. Oh, that's this is not, not that Jehu. This is Jehu, the son of Hanani. That's the reason that the son is given, okay? Son of Hanani, huh? Ah. Uh-huh. Pah! That's a sin. What's a sin? You help the wicked and you love those who hate the Lord. This is a powerful verse. Now look at what it says in Deuteronomy chapter 33. Verse 8. Ah! Baba, you, this is what you have to market in your Bibles, okay? Market about Levi. See, what, who is the Levi? He's a, what is he? What is he called to? Be a what? A priest. But the entire nation of Israel was given the, was given the priesthood, right? Now, we know the episode and Levi was given the priesthood because of the decision that he took. Okay. Why was, and what are we called in the new covenant? Ah, priests. So we are all Levites in the new covenant. Okay, so look at what it says in, about Levites, about uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 8 onwards. Read it, bro. bro. Okay, for what is this uh, Urim and Thummim, Baba? Whenever they have to make a decision for the Lord, I mean, uh, with one direction, what should they do? They should go to the presence of the Lord, and uh, this is what whether should we, you should go for war or not. So the Urim and the Thummim, it's like a green light, red, red light, almost. There are two stones. Okay, remember when uh, Nehemiah comes back and uh, they so they want uh, Tobiah and all these people, they want to become the part of the priesthood. They said, wait, 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 wait. We want to go and inquire before the Lord with the Urim and the Thummim. And we will get direction from the Lord. It is those two things which gives you direction in your life. And what happened to Saul? The Lord did not answer him by dreams through prophets nor by Urim or Thimim. Oh my goodness! And what did he do immediately? Oh, the Lord is not answering me. Let me go to the witch. So look at this. Why does the Levite have a revelation? Such a clear direction in his life? Look at what it says. Let Levi, let your Tumim and your Urim be with your, with your Holy One, whom you tested at Masa, and with whom you contended at the waters of Meribah. I mean, there's something specific, revelations which are given about the Levites. At Masa and at Meribah, who revolted? The people. What did the Levites do? Has always took a stand for God. And then what, look at what it says. Verse 9. This is Kerry. Who says to his father and mother. I don't see that. Nor did he acknowledge his brothers or know his own children. When did this happen, Baba? Think about this, no? When the camp was come, what did he do? He strapped a sword and he killed people of his own household who joined themselves to the altar. Of his own tribe. This is Levi. Now, years before, 
when dina gets okay whatever that word is okay whatever you want to call yeah? when dina gets what happens to simeon and levi they go and take the sword and put the whole town to death now this guy has got one problem now what has happened to his problem i'll tell you his problem i was thinking about this i was discussing with raj the other day too now this guy if you read genesis chapter 49 you'll see what happens to the 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 curses that uh, jacob pronounces over simeon and levi you don't have to turn there he says i'm going to scatter levi among his brethren because his in his anger he slaughtered everybody hmm no, no, I'll tell you something. Anger is a good emotion. When it is turned towards the right things. In his anger, he went and he put the whole town to death, both Simeon and Levi. Now, God already pronounces in the last days, Levi is going to be gone. So what happens? There's something in the consciousness of Levi. He says, you know what? I have to get back this position from God. And when the opportunity presents itself, you know, it's like Jacob, no? He gets, he gets up in the, I mean, he right from the mother's womb, he says, I want to be firstborn, 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 I want to be firstborn. Just in case you think I'm not going to be firstborn, I'm going to hold my brother's heel and come out so that you will not say he's second. But then, you know, they separate them and he said, okay, you, you fellow came first and this fellow came second. As if God, it's called, it depends upon the house, uh, in the, the, the midwife. No, nothing depends upon the midwife. But one thing right from his, from his childhood, one thing in his mind, I want to get the God's plan. No, I want to get the first bonds rights. First bonds rights. Double portions like double portion. I want to get double portion, 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 double portion. He's cooking double portions. He's eating double portion. He's sleeping double portion. Everywhere time double portion, double portion. And when the opportunity presents itself, will you give me the double portion? Exactly, Levi. What is it? I lost it. I lost it. I lost my call. 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 I want to get back my call. I want to get back my call. The opportunity presents itself. Let me grab it now. You see? And what does he do? He doesn't see his brother. He doesn't see his mother. Can you imagine? Saul, to kill the enemies itself is a big problem for him. He asked him put the put to sword, put to death the whole town which of, which of the Moabites, okay, of, of, of the Amalekites. But this guy, he left Agag and he left the best of the sheep and the oxen. He couldn't get himself to finish up the job. And what did God say? You will not get any revelation through Urim or by through him. Finished over. Because you know what? There is a clear. See, these are tough lessons for us to learn. Look at what it says in Luke's Gospel, chapter fourteen, verse twenty-six. There are some unholy translations for this particular verse, which I don't want you to read. Fourteen twenty-six, better. Fourteen twenty-six. Fourteen times two minus two. Okay. Ah. 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 Wife and children. Brothers and sisters. Ah. Very clear, no? Can you imagine this? What is the cost of discipleship? How can we uh, get rid of our own people, Baba? There's, see, I'll tell you something. There is a difference between having a burden for your people in the family and having an association and you cannot get yourself separated from them. There's a lot of difference between the two. There's, there's what we call as Atma Sambandham and Anubandham. 
ఆంధ్ర <laughs> you know what benjamites are right okay they they will put their put their arms around their clan and they will not let anybody touch them okay benjamites andra means benjamin okay <laughs> so this is this association but you know what for the purposes of god this guy was willing to put away everything for god and therefore he had what revelation you remember thurim you remember them but what happened to this guy your people my people my horses your horses finished association you see how how this is important for us to understand very 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 important for us to understand these these principles in in right from this time when when, when you are when you are when you are a, a, a child you need to have these principles embedded in the deepmost parts of your inner, inner man so that when you go up in life and when choices have to be made you will make choices according to the word of god you will not associate with anybody who's not of god you will hate those people whom god hates you will love those people whom god loves look at what it says second chronicles chapter 19 verse 2 should you help the wicked and love those who hate the lord it doesn't matter how wonderful characteristics that person has if he does not love jesus he hates jesus ardhamutana if he does not love jesus with all of his heart with all of his soul with all of his mind it doesn't it doesn't matter look at what it says in deuteronomy please deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 22 easy 1122 11 times 2 22 okay deuteronomy 1122 look at what it says deuteronomy 1122 13 4 30 20 three verses 1122 mhm mhm it's the word is cling and to cling to him like a like a like a husband clings to his wife and a wife clings to to her husband again was uh, same uh, 13 4 uh, was 13 chapter 13 was 4 you shall walk after the lord your god and fear him hmm. and keep his commandments and obey his voice hmm. and you shall serve him and hold fast to him ah and hold fast to him 3020 finally deuteronomy chapter 30 was 20 hold fast or again the word cling enough he is your life he is your length of the days again philippians chapter 3 philippians chapter 3 look at the great man paul was uh uh Uh, excuse me uh i hold fast to what christ has taken hold of me where is that was just one was that's one was ah uh, was 12 oh yeah read it please no 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 that's not the one where he says i hold fast was 12 no 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 is it 12 
No, 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 no. Where I hold, where I hold on, hold on to those things which Christ Jesus has. Uh huh. No, 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 no. Uh, where he says, I'm sorry. Okay, it doesn't matter. Where he says, I hold on to something which Christ Jesus has already held on to me. So he's clinging. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That's not the verse. I'm still, in every translation he uses the word, I cling. I hold on to those things which Christ Jesus has held on to me first. Okay. So this is clinging on to God. Clinging on to God. We don't have any other, what we say, uh, allegiance. Only allegiance is in the spirit. Okay. The saints in the land, they are the, in whom is all my, ah, the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones. In whom is all my delight. Who are the saints, Baba? Who are the saints? Those, I'll tell you, who are the saints? I'll tell, Romans chapter 1. <coughs> I'll tell you who the saints are. <coughs> you want a definition of a saint? You'll get one. Look at what it says. Verse 5, 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. His name's sake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who are called, uh, verse 6 will say, called of Jesus Christ, called to belong to Jesus Christ. Uh, my translation uses the word, called to belong to Jesus Christ. That's a very interesting translation. To belong means he, you are His. That's it. To all those who are in Rome, who are beloved of God, called to be saints. You see that? Who are the saints? Who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. You have no other allegiance other than God himself. Alright. So you have Jehoshaphat. So you have Jehoram, you have Jehoshaphat and finally we'll come to the last man, my favorite, Elisha. So we'll read from Second Kings chapter 3 verse 9. Onwards. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom and they marched on the roundabout road for seven days and there was no water for the army nor for the armies that followed him. And the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? Look at these two words. The words which come out of Jehoram and the words which come out of Jehoshaphat. The words which come out of Jehoram is that? Finished. The Lord has delivered us. What does that come out? What comes out of Jehoshaphat? Is there not a prophet? That is the difference. Okay. Is there not a prophet? Can I inquire of him? That, that's exactly what happened to Saul. He, he was so disobedient to the prophetic voice in his life and finally the God would not answer him through Urim or, or, or by even through, through him. Okay. We don't have to turn there. But then what happens? So, so one of the servants of the king Israel or king of Israel said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. And Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. So let us see, Elisha. Elisha, how is he introduced? Elisha, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. And what did Jehoshaphat say? The word of the Lord is with him. Okay. Elisha, who poured ha- poured water in the hands of Elijah. And the and Jehoshaphat says, and what? who is Elisha? Elisha is the son of? Son of? Shaphat means judge. Okay, okay. Jehoshaphat. Okay, these are all interesting words. Okay, okay. Elisha, the son of Shaphat, goes to Jehoshaphat. Goes to Elisha, the son of Shaphat. All are all are very. I mean, the Bible is very, 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 very calculatedly written. Okay. Anyways, so who is this Elisha, Baba? Elisha is introduced as a man who who poured water on the hands of Elijah. 
Okay. Romans 16.19 says. Everybody knows. Be excellent in what is good and be innocent of evil. How do you excel? What are the things that you need to do in order for you to excel? Is a question. No? Is a question. So let me tell you. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 7. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 7. And if you have the NIV, ESV, Bibles, it's fantastic. Yes, 7. What does it, what does it say? But as you excel in everything, okay, now, now read from NKJV, okay? In faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, uh, who's that as? Read it again. In faith, in speech, in knowledge, and in all diligence, and your and in your who's that as? Ah, what should you excel in? You should excel in faith. You should excel in knowledge. You should excel in diligence, and you should excel in your love for your. Apostles, pastors, teachers, etc. How can you excel in this, Baba? You see, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday we were studying the, uh, uh, the book of Romans and there's a beautiful verse in Romans chapter 15 verse 14. I want to show you this beautiful verse. Romans chapter 15 verse 14. Just read. It's a powerful, powerful. You just Whenever you read this verse, you just put yourself there, okay? Look, uh, you put yourself in the position of you. Okay, don't put your positions in the, in the position of Paul. How many of you have reached the position of Paul? No, right? Very good. Thank you. Thank you for your con- honest confession. So let us see. Let us see. Now, I myself am confident concerning you. I'll think about it. No, so it's like this. No, I'll, let's say I'm Pastor James, and that is Vijay. So Pastor James is looking at Vijay. I'm confident of Vijay. No? Twelve years of investment. Okay, it's like, you know, parents, you know, then they invest into their children. One day they grow up and now, Chet ko chervlu. Raj is putting his head like this. It's okay, no problem. <laughs> so now, parents, finally, you know, it's like this, no? He looks at his son and he says, you made it, man. This is exactly what we need to really have the ambition for. Okay. Confident in me. My brethren. What, what, what am I confident? That you are also full of goodness. Filled with all knowledge. And are able to admonish one another. The next verse. Read the next verse. Nevertheless. Nevertheless brethren. brethren. I have written most boldly to you. Why? On some point. Ah, look at so it's like this, okay? Pastor James, you know, yeah, you know, quite a bit of stuff, but I also read like a little boldly concerning you, sudden, sudden point in your life, not very clear, not very good, not very perfect. Then also! So think about it now. If you were to have an interview with your spiritual leaders, will they look at you and say, I am bold concerning you, brother. <laughs> Twelve years of investment. Kuch to hua hai Or, I don't know what will happen to this fellow. 
<laughs> think about this now. Think about this. It's very important for us to understand. Everybody is silent. I think LTD ministry sisters, I will look at all her children. Seven years. How many years? 13 years? LTD? 12 years? LTD ministries? So much of investment. Some of you? Yeah. I'm confident now. And like, for example, Vikas and all these people, I mean, I get really tears in my eyes when I, whenever I hear that, you know, he has taken them out for lunch and stuff like that. That is awesome. What about the others? Will they have the same kind of a commitment? They will, will they come back home? What should you excel in? Ah, 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 in your love for? Whoa! In your love for your pastor, Baba, how will you excel in your love for your pastor? Not me. Okay. Whenever I'm saying this, I'm applying it for myself. Okay. I'll tell you. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. That is the reason why I love Elisha. What did he do? He loved Elijah. Obey those who rule over you. Yeah, read on brother. Uh Uh-huh. Watch out for your souls. Uh huh. That is the reason I'm telling you the recommendation letter of your pastor before God is very very important. Pastor James and I will go together before the judgment seat of Christ. Pastor, help me, me, Abhijay. I mean, just imagine. No, you imagine. This is all holy imagination. Okay. Okay, Lord, uh, you know. <laughs> you know my blood. You know my tears. You know my sweat. You know how much I poured into this fellow's life. He's there before you. I have not shunned to, shunned from preaching the whole gospel. His blood not on my hands. <laughs> you see that? Will he, will he be able to give it? Or he'll say, look at this Lord. Look at this God. Look at this fellow. No spot. No blemish. Absolutely perfect. He is ready to be a bride. Adi, love for your pastors and I told you, no. I told you that's exactly what happened in my university too. First year, first semester, everybody is very respectful to the teachers. Everybody will stand up. 125 students will stand up in the class. Good morning, sir. Ativinayam Durta Lakshanam. Okay. Good morning, sir. Class after class, they all stand up the, until the first midsem happens. And after the first midsem, you have the marks. What is the, what are there in the marks? Sunna, Arasunna, Visarga. Zero. Half a zero. Two zeros. But never one. Before the zero. And then after the first midsem results also come, you know, and uh, I have to send the report to my to my boss, right? He looks at the marks and he says, oh, what has happened to my class? And then after the midsem results have come out, he walks into the class, everybody stands up, good morning, sir. And that day he turned at them and he said, don't have to show me your respect of standing. Show me respect by learning the subject. Bah! I think, some of the good a slap on your face. See? Can you think, think about it? You, you should, you should, when I mean, you read the Bible, I told, as Pastor James said, this is not history, this is not story. These are not good things. For us to appreciate. No, 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 this is life. So, what is Elisha? A man who poured water in the hands of Elijah. I mean, he loved his master. And he was not going to let go of him. 
it says in numbers chapter 11 verse 20 you don't have don't have to turn there it says that when those two fellows are prophesying outside the tent the two, two fellows will come and tell Joshua 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 these two fellows are prophesying and he says master command them that they should stop prophesying are you jealous over me no no forget about all that is Moses's answer we will talk about Joshua are you jealous for your spiritual leaders is a question that is a question, my dear brothers and sisters. That is Elijah. That is Elisha. Not, not Elijah. Elisha. Jealous for them. We have a heart. Excel in your love for your... So how do you do it? You may, you are ready to do the most difficult things. Of all the disciples that followed Paul, there was one guy whose name is... Ah, Timothy, look at what, where is he introduced. Turn to Acts chapter 16, please. And we'll stop in five minutes, okay? Acts chapter 15, 16, and verse, one onwards. One to three, only three verses you read. 16 verses, one onwards. Yes, 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 Sam, you can read it. You read it loudly. Mm hmm. Ah, there's already a disciple. This guy is already following Jesus. Ah, he was a disciple named Timothy. Okay, okay, go on. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, he was well spoken of. He has good recommendations letters. Reference letters are perfect. Okay, all brothers have given real, real good reference letters for about him. And man on fire for God, etc., etc., etc. And then. Mm-hmm. Ah, let's think about this. Is he eight-day-old Jewish boy? No, because every Jewish boy gets gets circumcised when he is eight year, eight days old. At least twenty years old. I mean, if he walked with Paul for twenty years in his ministry, for Paul's ministry lasted for twenty years. I don't know. So by the time he was forty, he became the bishop of Ephesus. That's what church history says. He was a young guy. Hmm. So twenty-year-old guy. Paul says, uh, I want to take you on my mission trip or this fellow. I said, I want to follow you, Paul, wherever you go. But there's something which you need to do. I have to circumcise you. What? You are the one who said in Christ there is no circumcision nor uncircumcision. How come, Paul? No questions. What does it tell me? This is very important. Even if your spiritual leader is wrong, Will you surrender him to yourself to him? That is what we call as love. Elisha, Elisha, Master, Lord, we have not eaten for several days now. I mean, following you. Why is the Lord giving us not giving us food? Maybe we have to fast. God has ordained a seven-day fast. Seven-day fast. Why? Because his, what is his apparel, Baba? Camel's hair and a belt around his waist. That means he was used to a lifestyle of fasting. So if you follow Elijah, no wonder you lose your hair. But you will still follow him. You know why? Because you love him and you love the God that he serves. And you are willing to do anything that he asks you to do. No questions asked. Adi lavante. And you know what Jehoshaphat says? Who is there? Is there a man whom we can inquire of the Lord? 
Yes, there is a man. Elisha, who poured water in the, in the hands of Elijah. And what does Jehoshaphat say? The word of the Lord is with him. The word of the Lord is with him. Is the word of the Lord with you? First Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 14. And verse 17. And he gives an example as to whom should we imitate, Baba? Who should be the ideal son over here? Verse 17. Yes, sister. Ah, look at this. See, I have birthed you. I, I, think, think about it. Oh, just, just, just a minute, sister, so you can complete that. I have birthed many sons and daughters through the gospel, he says. But I want your behavior to match one fellow. Ah. I want you to imitate me, but there is one fellow. Who actually imitates me? I read it, sister. Now you read it, sister. Also. What will he remind you of? My ways in Christ. What does he have? Stop! Stop! Stop there. Yeah. What? What does he have? No, no. He has the word of the Lord. He has the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is with Timothy now. Verse, chapter 16, verse 10 of 1 Corinthians. I, I like certain comparisons, okay? Look at this. This is powerful, okay? Powerful. Read it, sister, also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah. A circle and underline as I do also. Alabai, Elisha and Philippians chapter 2 verse 19. Onwards. Last verse. Chapter 2 verse 19 onwards. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon. That I also may be assured when I receive news about you. Yes. What? No one else like him. Bah. Stop there. But I trust the Lord. This is Timothy. What is it? A man who poured water and... How does it start? With circumcision. No questions asked, boss. No questions asked. Should I do this or not do this? No questions asked. And you do this consistently, what will, what will you have? The word of the Lord. It's like, you know, Luke's Gospel chapter 3, you know. the In the year when this fellow was the king, this was a tetrarch, this fellow was a priest. The word of the Lord came to John in the wilderness. The same way the word of the Lord will come to you who is pouring water in the hands of Elijah. 
You know why? Because you're excelling in your love for your pastors. Not me, pastor. Okay. Manam just to brother. Okay. I'm still not scene level. But you understand what I'm saying. You know the principle here. Very, very important. So two kings and one prophet. Whom do you want to follow? The prophet, right? I hope so. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. For your word, which is very clear, simple, clear truths. Father, we know it is a difficult call only because our flesh is strong. Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I pray, Father, that Lord, all of us will learn to put to death the deeds of the body. For you said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God to put to death the deeds of the body are the sons of God. And if sons, heirs with Christ. Heirs, co-heirs with, heirs of God, co-heirs with Jesus Christ. If you indeed suffer with him, so also you will be glorified together with him. For this is a faithful saying. If we suffer with him, then we will also be glorified together with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. But if we are unfaithful, he will still continue to remain faithful. For he cannot deny himself. Is what your word says, Lord. Enable us, Lord Father, to be faithful. Enable us to excel in our love for our teachers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.